Welcome to the No BS DFS Podcast here. Um, first off, I just want to say Joe here. Uh, it's been a while since I've recorded a podcast, but I'm hoping to be back here more frequently, giving you guys great advice for DFS and sports betting advice for um, whether it's the PGA, MMA, NASCAR, NFL, NBA, NHL, pretty much all those there. Um Give my picks and predictions and advice for um, when it comes to sports betting and DFS for all the sports. So good to be back here recording uh, on June 25th, 2021, Friday evening here. So, so yeah, thanks a lot for listening and welcome the no bs dfs podcast i'm your host joe here gonna give you my quick picks and breakdown for every single fight for tomorrow june 26 ufc fight night in the in las vegas at the apex so let's get rolling gone versus volkoff in the main event we'll start the first friday night we got yancey madero's Plus 125 taking on Dermir Hadjavik. All these fights are going to be located on ESPN+. Plus. So, my breakdown for this fight is Nancy Medeiros. I like him as a slight underdog. Um, I think that he's got the striking edge. I think he has the volume edge. And I think that he, he has definitely the cardio edge. So I think his cardio is going to be the difference here. Hadzovic could, you know, get an early takedown or kind of slightly win round one. But then after after that, I think Medeiros will take over with his volume and pressure and um, well-rounded game here. And I think he will find a 29-28 decision for Yancey Medeiros. And as far as DraftKings prices here, we got Yancey Medeiros as a solid price at 7700 And then we got um, Hadzovic at 8500 So, yeah, I'm fading Hadzovic. I like Medeiros quite a bit for a nice little giving. I mean, getting plus money is pretty solid here. But it's a close. But I'll take Yancey by decision. Next up, we got... Charles Boston Strong Rosa taking on Justin James. Now Justin James has lost three fights in a row. You know he's he's in backed and up into a corner here. He needs a win. He comes in at plus one forty five. Rosa's a favorite at minus one seventy. Featherweight matchup. Um, I mean you know this fight like I like that the there's the there's definitely some appeal to Justin James as an underdog. At 7,600 price tag, but Boston strong. Charles Rosa 8,600. I'm kind of fading this fight for the most part. Like I'm not playing much of Rosa in DFS, but I like. But for parlays and stuff, I like Rosa to just take over in the second and third round. First round might be close, but 
you know, I get the appeal for, uh, um, Janes as underdog here, 7,600, you know, I'll take a few shots on him to get some exposure, but I like Rosa to get a decision victory here, um, over Janes, but, you know, Janes has a puncher's chance, but that's about it. Rosa's more well-rounded, and I, you know, I think he's going to get the decision here. Probably 30-27 cross court. So next up we got Julia Vila taking on Julia Stolarenko. Julia Vila comes in minus 360. Julia Stolarenko plus 280. So this fight's a complete fade for me. Avila, you can't bet her at minus 360. Um, you know, um, you also... Stolarenko, really boring fighter, not very talented. The only thing she has is a good arm bar. But I see Avila cruising to a de decision here. But it's a, it's a total pass for me. Complete pass for DFS and for parlays, so betting. So the line's just way too too crazy for Avila as a favorite. And Stolarenko's just not even... You know, not even really worth playing as underdog for me this week. So next up, we got Marcin Pragnion taking on Ike Villanueva. Ike Villanueva plus 165. Marcin Pragnion minus 195. Now, this is the same type of thing. Pragnion has been KO'd several times. He came out and got a big upset over his last fight. Um, it was over... Uh, Yeah, over Roundtree. And, you know, it was a good win, decent win. But, you know, I think that it's kind of the same thing. Pracknell is too big of a favorite here. So I like the value play of, like, Villanueva because I think someone's going to get knocked out most likely in this fight. So on DraftKings, I like, like Villanueva at 7,200 as a GPP play, no doubt. Um, and I do lean Villanueva here. I think he'll pressure more. I mean, Pracnion, I just, it's a close fight. And that's why the line, I think, is a little bit off. But I like Villanueva just because it's daughter pass situation. So I'll take Ike by TKO in round two. Um, next up, we got the short notice replacement. Jeremiah Wells taking on Wari Alves. Alves minus 230. Wells plus 190. Now, I don't know much about Wells. So, you know, could he surprise? Sure. But Alves, when he comes to fight, you know, he can get an early finish. So, which I, that's what I think he's going to do here. So, I like Alves by TKO in round one. So, that being said, I like him for DraftKings, um, even though he's a sizable favorite here, because he could score nicely with a TKO in round one. So, I like Warley Alves by TKO. Next up, we got Shavkat Rakimov, minus 300, taking on Michelle Prezeres, plus 240. Prezeres has been on a long layoff as he got popped for PEDs in the past. Um, just coming back finally, this welterweight matchup. And, you know, I think Shavkat's the real deal. Uh, you know, this will be his second fight in the UFC, but he's a solid prospect. He's got so much length and height and reach on Prezeres and you know, I think he's well-rounded, so I think Rachmanov, you know, I think he's going to 
either win, uh, you know, a wide decision or he'll find a submission or even KO potentially Perseris, but he's, I don't think he's ever really been KO very much. So I see Rachmanoff either getting a submission somewhere in the fight or getting just a easy decision victory. So I'll take the favorite there. Um, it's not really a bettable line. If you want to do a prop bet, like on a submission at plus 600, I saw or in some places that's solid to take a shot on. But, um, but yeah, I mean, for DraftKings, I like Rockmanoff because he could score well with his takedowns and advances and maybe find a finish as well. Next up, we got Kenny Nijweku taking on Danilo Marquez. Marquez comes in plus 115. Kenny Nijweku minus 135. So I like Kennedy a lot here. His last fight, he literally took so much damage against Olberg, but he just took it all. He just has such an iron chin. Um, and basically, Olberg just gassed out, tired out, and uh, Kennedy poured it on. And here, Marquez, I mean, the guy's going to try to clinch and wrestle Kennedy, but I think Kennedy's young. I think he's still making improvements, and I see him stuffing most of those or if he gets taken down get right back up and I think he's going to put it on Danilo he's got a huge striking edge over him and I think Kennedy's going to put him away and and the end of round one or two so I like Kennedy by knockout he's a strong play for me for uh, daily fantasy um, and I like him on parlays as well it's one of my priority legs I think he's gonna get the win here now, next up, we got Jai Herbert, plus 200, taking on Renato Meccano, minus 240. Now, Herbert's got a puncher's chance as the underdog here. Big disappointment his last fight in his debut against Ronaldo, I believe. Um, you know, got KO'd. Um, I just think this is a complete mismatch. That's why the line is correct, in my opinion. But I do think Herbert's got a chance to KO Meccano. But I think McConnell could find the submission at some point um, or get a, you know, pretty easy decision as well. But Herbert's got a shot if you want to play it. It's worth a daily fantasy play. Um, but, you know, for what I it's probably it's not really a bettable fight, though, I'd say. I mean, it is, but I mean, the line's a little steep, but, but uh, you know, it's it's worth Makes sense though. McConnell's better everywhere. It's just is his career over? We'll see. If he loses this fight, I'd say it's a good chance. But but yeah, if I had to pick, I'll take uh, Renato McConnell to win this fight. But I'm kind of staying away from this one overall though. Next up, we got Tim Means minus one thirty taking on Nicholas Dell plus one. All right. Next up, we got Tim Means taking on Nicholas Dalby. Now, Nick Dalby comes in plus 110, slight underdog against Tim Dirty Bird Means, minus 130. So I would say I like uh, this fight's really close. This is the toughest fight to predict, and I, I think it's going to be really close. I mean, Means could get an early finish, um, potentially by strikes, but... He has a striking edge, but Dalby just could grind him out, put him, you know, in the clinch, and squeak out a close decision as well so it's tough to say i mean dalby looking in great shape means you know he's done solid striking um you know can wrestle as well so 
it's going to be a really close fight, interesting fight. Um, you know, this is 50-50 for me, really. I think it should be minus 110 both ways, or maybe slight or minus 120 to me. But it's minus 130 right now. So, you know, this fight for me, like, I have both sides pretty much split even for DFS purposes. And then betting, you know, it's kind of the same thing for some parlays I'm doing. So it's a really close fight. I mean, it's whatever your gut's telling you. I guess if I had to pick, though, I'd lean Tim Means, but it's, you know, Dolby could definitely win here. So, next up, we got Andre Touchy Feely taking on Daniel Pineda. Daniel Pineda is plus 190, Andre Feely minus 230. So, featherweight matchup here. Feely, solid guy all around, you know, good. I think Pineda, he, you know, he fights for your money. He comes in there, he tries to finish his opponent as soon as he can. And if he can't, then he'll gas out and uh, like he did against uh, or got knocked out against Club Cup Sanson recently. So, I mean, you know, Pineda, I think he's got a puncher's chance, but Feely's tough, you know, tough to put away and solid. He's fought a lot of good competition. I just think Feely's going to take over in the second and third round. I think he's going to end up finding a third-round TKO over Pineda. So that's my prediction. I'm not playing much Pineda for DFS, but I get why he has a chance, you know. He has a puncher's chance because he'll come out there and try to get it done and get a finish. But I think Feely will weather the storm and uh, take over late and put it on Pineda. And likely, probably, that being said, after Pineda's fatigue. And I think he'll get a finish in the third round. So I'm going to take Andre Feely by third round TKO. Next up, we got Timor Valiev, plus 180, taking on Raleone Barcelos, minus 20. So Barcelos, very solid, you know, over his career in the UFC. Very good, all cases of the martial arts. Can wrestle, can grapple can strike, got good power, good car, great cardio, you know, has the, just has, just well-rounded across the board, so, Timor Valiev was a really highly touted prospect coming in, you know, I think he knocked out Jones, he got screwed over there, um, and the ref not stopping that, and he got KO'd later on, but that fight ended up not even counting, so, but either way, Timor Valiev has been underwhelming as far as his prospect was concerned of how good he was supposed to be coming in. But he's solid still, you know. This is a really tough match. I mean, it's a pretty good fight, though. But Valiev, he's got a shot. But I think Barcelos is just too good everywhere. And Valiev might make it competitive early. But I think after the first few minutes, Barcelos will really start to take over and I'm hoping he gets a finish because I like him on DFS a lot. But either way, I think he'll get a nice 29-28 decision, if not 30-27. Maybe get a finish late. But Marcellus is uh, very solid. I think he gets it done here. So next up, co-main event of the night, we got or the afternoon, we got Tanner Bolzer taking on Ovin St. Preux. Minus 175 Bolzer, Ovin St. Preux, plus 150. Heavyweight matchup. So, Bozer's back up, you know, he's up against the wall here as well. Same with Ovis St. Prue, obviously a legend, but, you know, has fallen off. Just 
father time is tough to beat. So, you know, he has he's looked pretty lackluster. His last fight got knocked out by Jamal Hill. Fight before that, he knocked out. You know, he got a knockout himself. But uh, Tanner Bowser arguably won his few last losses, really close fights. You know, but, you know, he's a point fighter at heavyweight. You know, I think he definitely needs to win. The loser of this fight's probably getting cut. The winner, you know, if it's really underwhelming win, who knows. But, um, you know, either way, Bolzer should be looking to try to get the finish here. I lean, I think Bolzer's going to get it done. I like Tanner here, um, you know, by either... 29, 28, 30, 27 decision, or maybe by KO at some point in the fight. Because I just think Ovin St. Prue, he's done. So, But Tanner Bowser, you know, has, has kind of looked underwhelming as well. Definitely a point fighter at heavyweight. His fights are always close. So I think he needs a really – he's got really good leg kicks. But, yeah, I like Bowser, though. Um, he's going to be in some of my parlays I'm doing. DFS, same thing, just because his price, like 8300 or whatever, so decent price because he could end up scoring okay. But he also, I don't like him a whole lot because if, if it goes to the decision, which most of his fights do, you know, he's not going to score that well. So we'll see. But I like Bolzer, though, to win. And main event of the evening, we got Serlay Gan taking on Alexander Volkov. Volkov comes in plus 130, Serlay Gan minus 155. So now Volkov's been on a great run. He looks good, you know. Um, obviously a veteran in the heavyweight division. Solid guy in the rankings. But Serlay Gan, you know, highly undefeated prospect in heavyweight. Definitely is well-rounded. Got good movement for a heavyweight. Um, you know, it's just really, really intelligent fighter. A lot of power. I just think he's going to showcase that. I think this is going to be his coming out party. I'm actually going to say Serlay Gan gets a finish in this fight. Um, it's a five-round fight, so I think he knocks out Volkov in the fourth round by TKO here. So I like I like uh, Serlay Gan to get it done. You know, maybe Volkov squeaks out a round, but I think Gan's going to take over um, and just put him away eventually, I think, so. You know, this guy's going to probably fight for the title someday in heavyweight. I mean, a couple more fights and he might take on, you know, if Derek Lewis and Naganu fight soon, he'll he'll get to potentially eventually go up against the winner of that. He'll probably have to win it one or two more, but after that, he'll definitely, you know, he's undefeated, just very solid. I mean, I see him fighting for the title pretty soon, so I like Gon here by knockout. I think people are going to really realize how good he is after this fight. So, But we'll see. Volkov, you know, for DFS, he'll be a popular underdog pick this week. But I think Serlay Gan's also five-round fight. I think he's going to score solid. So I like Gan for DFS, though, more. But So I'll take Serlay Gan by fourth-round TKO. And that does it for UFC Vegas fight night. Um, my picks and predictions. Thanks for listening. And hope you guys all enjoy the fight card as I will. So good luck. Hope you guys win some money. See ya.